Between the Covers, a series designed around who and what can be done and achieved by patients, planning and working in a community of like-minded, successful people. This podcast series is for anyone looking at becoming a successful published author and those looking to understand the mind of a writer and the goals of a publisher. Proudly sponsored by Shoreline Publishing. Welcome and enjoy. Good evening, everybody. Thank you for joining me. My name is Bradley Shaw, and tonight on Between the Covers, I'm talking to the talented young author, Caitlin Wheeler, who's written her first children's book, The Crafty Magpie. Good evening, Caitlin. How are you? I'm good, thanks, Brad. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you for joining me. So tell everybody listening, what are they going to expect when they read your exceptional book on The Crafty Magpie? Uh, well, it's a bit of a fun tale um, about experiences I think most Australian children would have had at some point and probably most adults, which was in my case and what inspired the story in the first place. <laughs> so, the yeah, we've all had this story with a magpie that swoops you. I had a magpie nest in a tree in our yard and, of course, the baby was right in the front yard, so you couldn't even get from the yard to the car because, well, no protective parents. They're very obligated to be doing that. I, I guess that's magpies predator. You can't blame them for it. Yes, yes, that is exactly right. So the young girl, what was her name in the story? Claire. What um what, Claire. what happens for Claire? She has to uh she has to fend off or you know engage herself in these crafty magpies. Yes, that's right. So basically the the story sort of starts with a job um and she's got to feed her horse um but comes up against a as you said um a a parent <laughs> and um and so the story follows her and her attempts to try to stop that from happening did you all have to research swooping. yeah all the swooping did yeah. you have to research much of the magpie style of doing this because you know they don't they generally only i guess swoop us as humans things that are outside the norm they don't seem to swoop too often to dogs or or animals like you know in, in particularly that situation it's more us that sort of walk into their zones don't we yeah, that's right. It was more um, a personal experience, Brad, that um, started it all and things that I'd tried and um, suggestions from family members to try to ward them off. Um, but unfortunately for me, they never seemed to work and like and the same for Claire pretty much. So you said you tried this out. So you actually wore, you put a bucket on your head like Claire yeah. does in the story? Yeah, ev- everything in that story is true. <laughs> yeah, the only thing well, that's the only thing is different. It's not a little kid. It's a twenty-three-year-old trying to get hay. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that would have um, that would have been what something for the pictures, I'm sure, for, oh, for yes. something in fun. So, with, with this being the first book, um, and you wrote it for that intent, did you intend it to be published, or was it something you just drafted as an idea and played with it? I mean, what was your your end yeah, your end goal when you were writing? Oh, gosh, that's a good question. Um, I had written um, a book uh, or a story beforehand and I've always really enjoyed writing mm-hmm. um, and obviously I'd sort of had enough with the whole swooping idea and I just randomly started writing and um, thought during COVID I might as well have a look at doing something. I'm currently mm-hmm. um, studying teaching, so big um, picture books are a big part of my life at the moment. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I just sort of had a search around to see um, how I could get it out there and that's when I found Shoreline. 
Well, wonderful. And and were you happy with the illustrations? Because again, you had some input, but were you happy with how Emma created them? Our our uh, illustrator. Uh, yeah, I was. Marjorie job. Yeah. Yeah, she's done an awesome job. I um was I know and Jody will contest this, but I was ner- so nervous because I hadn't seen anything for so long. And then when I got the full, when I got the full spread, I actually cried because it was everything that I wanted it to be. Um, I think there's a lot of pressure on the illustrators to um, imagine what's um, written in the words. So she did an awesome job. <laughs> Yeah, no, it is, and that's important to, as you understand too the process of the writer and the illustrator, mm. and allowing allowing her to have a little bit of interpretation of the story as well to give it a fresh look as well, a point of view. I know you have it; an author has it in their head as well. But um, it's great that the illustrator can combine that with you. Um, yeah. So, what's the feedback been for you on the book? How how's it been received? Have you had a lot of feedback? Um, yeah, I have had a lot of feedback, um, obviously, like immediately from um, family and friends um, and a lot of people with younger kids. I have a lot of friends that are teachers as well. So they've been doing book studies and um, reviews in class and I've got kids that want me to come in and read it in the classroom. Okay. But one of the biggest things I think the feedback was was the language that was used. So I intended mm-hmm. for a few of the words to not be within kids' um, usual or everyday language. Um, mm. And so that was the biggest piece of feedback was that parents had the opportunity to discuss new bits of language with the kids, which for me as a teacher, that's really important part of storytelling and books and, yeah, reading. Good. No, no, great. And um, I, so it's great to see you getting started. Um, are you planning in the future for more more books, more writing? Is it, is it something you want to pursue in your, um, your endeavours? Uh, yeah, I think it is. Um, we see how this, <laughs> see how the first, and um, I've got a second one coming out next year, which will be exciting um, to see how everyone um, responds to that one as well. Um, but yeah, we'll see how it go. I'm excited awesome. to see what see what happens. Good. Well, no, you've done a great job and we're really proud of you. Um, And for everybody listening, the book is available online and everywhere you can buy books. If you've got a bookshop local, you can go in and ask them to order it if they don't already have it. Libraries are the same situation. Your schools, tell your schools that they're available as well. They can order through their channels. Um, But, yeah, Caitlin, really great job um, doing this book and um, very clever. It's always nice to see an original fun story for kids as opposed to teaching just ABCs. So well done. (laughs) Thank you very much. Uh, And thanks for joining me tonight. So, yeah, it's been great talking to you and um, looking forward to talking to you more in the future as things grow and progress for you. Everybody listening, thank you so much for joining us and supporting independent authors. Uh, Continue to do so, please, and we'll see you on the next episode of Between the Covers. Thank you, Brad. Thank you. Good night. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Between the Covers. Produced by Shoreline Publishing.